Hello and welcome to another episode of Is It Rotten? Where I go through the movies on Rotten Tomatoes and watch the ones that have been deemed rotten either by the critics, the viewers, or both and decide whether the movie is in fact rotten. I am your host, Edward V, and we are continuing the Christmas movie marathon today with Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way, a 1996 movie with a very long runtime of an hour and 29 minutes. Directed by Brian Levant. Levant, I don't know. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, Phil Hartman, Rita Wilson, and Jake Lloyd, also known as Young Anakin Skywalker. But this movie was before The Phantom Menace. He'll still be referred to as Young Anakin, though, throughout this entire episode, so be prepared for that. The plot summary. A father vows... (laughs) to get his son a Turbo Man action figure for Christmas. However, every store is sold out of them and he must travel all over town and compete with everybody else in order to find one. Sounds like a terrible father to me. The per... Oh, goodness. The percentages for Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, goodness. 16% from the critics and 38% from the viewers. And they are not wrong. Um... Oh, wait, I'm supposed to save that for the end. <laughs> uh, okay, so before we get started, um, I'm washing clothes right now. So if you hear the washer and dryer going in the background, that's what that is. Moving on. Oh, before I get started, I realized that I'm doing a lot of old movies and stuff, but I just saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse this weekend, and oh my gosh, go see that movie. The movie is amazing. I need to see it again. I need to see it again. Anyway, back on topic. Let's let's get started with this movie. Um, so this movie starts with a mild case of kidnapping and potential child murder. That's always a great. Great note to start your movie on. It's, you know, it's showing, it's an episode of Turbo Man, which looks like, I don't know, some form of kind of Power Rangers or something of the sort with one lone Power Ranger being Turbo Man. But yeah, the bad guy's like kidnapping a child and he takes him up to this rock cliff ledge thing and gets ready to drop him off the ledge, which really... We're just going to start the movie off with child murder and kidnapping, right? All right, here we go. We're in for a we're in for a ride because it only goes downhill from here. Um, after that whole episode thing, we we're we're going to this whole karate ceremony thing for for young Anakin Skywalker. He's supposed to get his purple belt, which I mean, okay. Um. But Phil Hartman, he's there with Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife because Arnold's at work lying to all his customers, which is a reoccurring theme in this movie, lying. Um, But yeah, all these super thirsty women are just falling all over Phil Hartman, which uh, he will now be referred to as the creepy neighbor for the rest of this episode. Um and it's just the level of thirst in all of these women you would think okay none of these women have any no husbands or anything whether just just blatant just out there huh just the thirst is just dripping off of them 
in this at this at this kids karate thing. Okay. All right. Moving forward. So the level of hijinks is ridiculous. Arnold is leaving work and on the way to the karate thing and he decides, "Okay, uh traffic is backed up, so I'll just ride the shoulder." He rides, drives by a cop, cop pulls him over. For some reason, the cop is like, "Okay, I need you to get out of the car, walk a straight line, say the alphabet backwards, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, why? Why? And this same cop just keeps showing up. Keeps showing up throughout the entire movie. Like, it, is there? how small is this town? How small is this town to where he keeps encountering the same cop over and over and over throughout the entire movie? Anyway, so he's late. He's late to young Anakin's karate ceremony, whatever. And then... Young arm, young Anakin throws a fit because Arnold misses it and slams the door in his face. And I don't care how upset or disappointed you are. That's not the kind of behavior you want to instill in children. Um, it's it's the fact that it's OK to slam doors in their parents faces. Excuse me. No, uh, if that if, if I'd ever attempted something like that as a kid, I wouldn't have been able to sit down for a couple of days. I would have got beat so bad, like maybe not beat. That sounds that sounds bad. We'll say whooped, but still, <laughs> you don't want to instill that kind of behavior in children. What message are you sending? No, not only that. Um, I understand enjoying your job, but after you spend, but if you if you're spending more time at your job and neglecting your family to the point where your wife is disappointed in you and your your kid doesn't want to talk to you, like what's what's the point? I mean, what's the point? You could be making serious bank, but if you're not home to be with your family, what's the point? Then on top, then then after that, you know, the creepy neighbor is on the roof putting up lights without permission. Like, it, how how late was Arnold running to where he he got to the school where the karate thing was, and then he came home and the creepy neighbor is like he, his entire house is lit up like he was he how how late was he to where because he says oh you know i had some extra lights i realized i noticed you hadn't put your christmas lights up so if his house was completely bare of christmas lights how how late was he the, because when you see this house it's, you know, it's, a, it's a decent sized house and the entire house is just decked out with lights so how much time has this guy put into putting these lights up one and how late was Arnold running? Because my goodness, the the entire the entire house is decorated with lights. Anyway, another thing: this kid is super spoiled. When you go into this kid's room, he has this huge like painting mural thing of Captain America on the wall. Like you know that was expensive. You had to pay somebody to come in there and paint, and it looks it looks exactly like the comic book Captain America from like I guess the nine eighties nineties whatever. But you what oh goodness then cut to then cut cut to um arnold and his wife in the in you know in their bedroom getting ready for bed or whatever and his his wife is like oh yeah you got the turbo man doll right and he he just straight up lies to his wife about getting the turbo man doll when he knows he didn't get it like he's just gonna be able to run out to the store and pick one up on christmas eve but you know he thinks he's gonna be able to do that which is why this movie exists um his his life seems to be built on lies he lies to his customers at work he lies to his kid he lies to his wife 
then, you know, everything is just going to work out in the end because that's how movies are. But, you know, that's not the message you want to send that it's just okay to lie your way through life. Like, this is supposed to be a family movie. You want to send a positive message in your family movie. And that's that's not a positive message. Not at all. Then you had the creepy neighbor that you just want to punch in the face planning to give his son a freaking reindeer for Christmas because I don't it's later said in the movie that he starts doing all this great stuff for his kid after his divorce and it's just like okay all right we'll just just roll with that then so cut to Arnold out trying to go to the stores he meets Sinbad which is a postal worker he's a postal worker in this movie and Sinbad is out here yelling and getting all riled up and literally strangling old women outside of the store and it's just like <laughs> what am I watching so I was watching I was watching this movie with my mom and she's like this guy is like literally the embodiment of going postal like he's a postal worker and he's out here freaking out strangling people and it doesn't get it doesn't get any better um as this movie goes on because why would it I mean it's a family movie it's just goodness so anyway they finally get in the store and you know Arnold's running around oh there's no turbo man dolls there's no turbo man dolls so he asked one of the attendants <laughs> if there are any uh any more turbo there, are there any more turbo man dolls in the back and the guy's just straight up laughs in his face not only that he pulls another attendant and he laughs in his face then he pulls some old lady and she laughs then she makes an, an announcement to the entire store and everyone laughs excuse me that's not how that works <laughs> that's terrible customer service why would you <sighs> this movie man so arnold he he, he you know he grabs he grabs the customer he grabs the customer service attendants and it's like okay tell me if there are any more turbo man dolls and he's like okay yeah somebody just picked one up from layaway um she just left she was like this short lady and she was wearing this coat this like fur coat so he runs out of the store looks around excuse me um no man this no sir no ma'am no whatever it's not possible anyway he finds some random lady wearing a fur coat mind you the chances that there are going to be more than one person wearing a fur coat when there's when it's cold and snowing outside So he finds some lady. He, you know, he stops her and is like, because she, she's holding the bag and looks like, you know, you see the little Turbo Man logo on, of the box and out, hanging outside of the bag. So he chases her down and, you know, so, you know, supposedly she has the last Turbo Man. He offers her three times the amount of the, of the doll and he doesn't even check the bag before he buys it off of her. And it turns out to be the little booster sidekick doll and it's not Turbo Man. And then he just throws it in the trash. Like, bro, you could have just took that three times the amount of money and threw that straight in the trash for what it's worth. Like, you could have could have kept the booster. And then, if you found a Turbo Man, which, <laughs> the chances of that, you would the kid would have had Turbo Man and booster, and you would have came out looking like the best dad ever. Like, oh, you didn't not you didn't just give me Turbo Man, you also got me booster. Whoa, but nope, you just chucks that thing straight in the trash and then there's a whole montage of arnold driving around the city trying to find a turbo man which shop keeps just laughing at him in the face i mean 
That's just this is how we're doing it in this town, huh? I mean, if I was working retail and some guy came in asking for the most popular toy in the town on Christmas Eve, I mean, I would probably laugh too, but like not in his face. I'd wait until he left and laughed with my coworkers later, not straight in this guy's face. Like what are we, what is wrong with the people in this town? Also, I think the real crime here is the fact that there are so many people out on the town trying to buy presents on Christmas Eve. This this is, what is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? Just like just like in How the Grinch Stole Christmas, there are people out here trampling each other and I'll get to that in a minute. Anyway, um so cut back to the creepy neighbor trying to sleep with Arnold's wife while he's away making cookies in the kitchen and and and, and yeah, you 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 know, you're slaving over the slaving over the hot stove and the oven and whatever you should go take a shower and man this guy is a creep <laughs> but you know that's that's normal in a family movie right yeah of course of course anyway so you have you know arnold goes back to arnold you got to be some type of clueless not to notice this guy is trying to bed your wife like he's on the phone making all these noises and just it <laughs> But he just lets him, you know, come over and be at his house because I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so Sinbad, I, I, I wager Sinbad is the only person that knows he's in a comedy. Well, aside from Phil Hartman, because he's just phoning it in this entire movie, which I can't blame him. He, he knows he's in a comedy, too. So he's just he's doing it up as doing it up as best he can. And while he's being a creep he's he's doing he's doing what they hired him to do but sinbad is turned up to 11 in this movie playing a playing against arnold down here the entire movie <laughs> i guess that <laughs> i guess that kind of make makes for the the comedy aspect of this comedy family christmas movie if you sure yeah and this is oh here we're we're back to it we're back to it yet another movie showing people fighting over over presents for christmas like arnold legit gets mazed in the face for a ball with a number on it that only gives you a chance to get a turbo man doll it's not even a guarantee the store puts numbers on these little balls that they're going to draw from to to <laughs> to have an opportunity to get a turbo man doll and yet he's chasing this ball through the mall trying to catch it for the possibility not even the guarantee that he will get the terrible man doll this this little girl ends up getting the ball he chases her through the little playground thing and reaches he finally gets to her and he like reaches and like grabs her because she puts the ball in her mouth and he reaches up and grabs her and tries to squeeze the ball out of out of her mouth and you know mothers run over and start attacking him with their bags as they should because that looks creepy and he's like, no, it's okay. I'm not a, I'm not a pivot. It's all right. Let me. I, I'm not a pivot. And he's like, oh my god, this movie, this movie. What are you trying to say? My goodness. <clears throat> anyway, so once again, he puts out a bunch of money to buy. Oh, at at the mall, he finds this like the sand, this Santa and this elf is like being super sketchy, saying that they have have a turbo man. So he drives them, drives them to their warehouse or whatever, and. He buys a Turbo Man off of them. Once again, though, he dumps three hundred dollars 
for this Turbo Man before he sees it because they because they bring out the Turbo Man and it's already wrapped up in Christmas paper and stuff and he gives him the money and then opens it up. One, it's in Spanish. Two, it's broken. And I have to, like, dude, you gotta be, you have to be some kind of stupid to not check this thing again after you just drop three times the amount for a booster, a little booster doll. <laughs> and then, oh man, then cue the fight with all the Santas and the police bust and, and Arnold running out of gas and pushing his car from wherever he is on this, on the bridge to some diner. And, my goodness. And then cut to young Anakin complaining about his dad not doing cool stuff like getting a reindeer for the neighborhood to pet because that's the normal thing to do. Not like you don't have a giant Captain America mural painted on your wall in your bedroom. This dude has to be making some serious money, though, because, I mean, he's just shelling out cash this entire movie, like $300. And just, come on, man. You just who's one who's carrying around, like. Just shelling out money. So you know this kid is spoiled. But anyway, then the son of the creepy neighbor just straight up says maybe his parents should get a divorce because his dad's been even happier ever has been happier ever since he got his divorce. And it's just like this is this is a family movie. Did you guys forget? <laughs> this is a family movie. But it, it <laughs> they don't care. Anyway, so what kind of father are you when your kid is mad? Because he knows that you never follow through on your promises. <sighs> Moving on. So during the scene at the diner, Sinbad shows up again, by the way. And he's talking to Sinbad about what makes him a bad father. And he asks asks if not getting this kid, the Turbo, Ban- Turbo Man doll, makes him a bad father. Then follows up with, no, yelling at my kid for no good reason. That makes me a bad father. And I'm just sitting here like, uh, <laughs> nobody constantly lying to your kid and your wife at that on a constant basis and prioritizing work over your family. That makes you a bad father and a bad husband to boot. Not this buy, not buying a stupid doll or yelling at your kid for no good reason. This is a family movie, by the way. Um, also in this scene, they just seven year old kid. They're just showing a seven year old kid just drinking alcohol. I guess that's that was okay to do in the nineties. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. This is a family movie, guys. By the way, um. So this guy working at the diner, there's there's an ad comes on the radio saying that if you call in and name all the reindeer, you can get a Turbo Man doll. And they're like, oh, man, got to call in to the radio station. So the both of them try to get into the payphone, and they're like fighting each other. Sinbad rips the phone off the thing. And the guy at the diner is just standing by like, yep, yep, that's not my property. Just destroy everything if you feel like it. That's okay. And then they proceed to run. He stop. Well, he stops them. He's like, "Hey, um, the radio station is like two blocks down the street. If you if you wanna, you know, go do that." So they run down the street to the radio station. Arnold kicks in the door, breaks the door, 
and the 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 MC is you know of course calls the police because this insane man is coming in here kicking in the door yelling reindeer names talking about I got I won give me the prize I won give me the tierbo mental because this man is insane and then Sinbad, Sinbad shows up literally threatening the radio station with a bomb like that's just an okay thing to do mind you this guy is a postal worker so once again literally going postal over a toy the first one he uses turns out to be a fake but then he threatens the police with another one that turns out to actually be a bomb that doesn't kill the police officer by um the the one that keeps showing up in this movie the one that pulled arnold over at the beginning of the movie yeah he's he's back again and uh he opens it up because apparently he's been on the bomb he, he was on the bomb squad for years before he was a police officer or whatever cap whatever he's supposed to be and he just straight up rips the box open like oh it's all right guys this isn't a bomb and it blows up in his face he's not dead of course because guys this is a, this is a family movie we can't can't be murdering people out here in a family movie so the bomb just blows up in his face and he survives this anyway um so in the time you know after everything happens arnold goes back to the diner so in the time that it took to go to the radio station and come back to the diner someone completely gutted arnold's suv down to the frame like they took the seats the doors the tires i I didn't check but they might have took the rearview mirror too they just completely gutted that thing not to not to mention the fact that the suv was parked on the street in front of the diner so someone had to have seen it and just let it happen where is this movie taking place i know he, he had like an atlanta sweater on at one point but I don't think it snows in Atlanta, so I'm this. <laughs> All right, cut to Arnold breaking and entering into the creepy neighbor's house to steal the Turbo Man doll that he bought for his son for Christmas, and you know that whole he starts setting the house on fire and blah blah blah, and the his wife finds out that he broke into the house to try to steal the turbo man doll and he you know they leave to go to the parade that arnold completely forgot about earlier in the movie but he promised his kid he'd be there because he keeps his promises apparently um but after all of that you know the reindeer is like charging at him he straight up just punches the reindeer in the face you know because that's that's how we do in family movies and then proceeds to feed the uh feed the reindeer beer like because that's the kind of movie we're watching a nice wholesome family movie cut to the parade where the creepy neighbor tries to put the moves on arnold's wife she smacks him in the face with a thermos of non-alcoholic eggnog which she should have done a long time ago because i i she had to have known that he was trying to lay down lay down he was she was trying to mac on her I know that's an old term, but this is a 90s movie, and I know that term was used before the 90s, but we're going to roll with that. Anyway, um, so again, how small is this town? Because Arnold keeps encountering the same cop over and over and over, and these cops got to be, these cops have to be some kind of stupid, my goodness. Anyway, this whole parade part of the movie, I just, I remember so vividly. It's probably the most ex- exciting part of the movie, no matter how outlandish and crazy it is. But this is probably the only part of the movie that I just remember 
scene for scene from watching it as a kid. And, you know, like I said, this is the most exciting part of the movie. Super ridiculous, but, you know, <laughs> fun nonetheless. Uh, so while all of this is happening and he comes out, you know, comes out dressed up as Turbo Man, which the security, man, they just let this guy walk walk back there. And anyway, during all of this, the, the guy in the booster suit gets kicked off the float and they just let the kids run out there and just beat this guy up in the suit because that's... <laughs> We're watching a family movie, guys. Got a beat-up booster as a family. And then these people really think it's part of the show that, you know, this little kid is being chased through the streets of the parade because Sinbad, he knocks out the guy that's supposed to really be dressed up as, I almost called this guy Booster Gold, um, as Turbo Man's, uh, <laughs> as Turbo Man's arch nemesis, um, and, you know, he comes up there and, you know, chases the kid down the float and through the streets and up the side of buildings. And everybody is just like, oh, man, what a great show. Even the cop at one point is like, oh, no, ma'am, it's just part of the show. And she's like, that's my son. He's not part of the show, you idiot. And he's just he just moves out of the way like, uh, what? What, you, what did you say? Oh. Well, I guess we'll just let it slide. Excuse me. The police officers in this movie are so stupid. But, uh, what else? Oh, what kind of... This, this parade has to have some kind of budget because they have this guy dressed up as Turbo Man with a fully functional jetpack. He's flying all through the city with this fully functional jetpack because they're just rolling in dough, I guess, for this parade, huh? All right. So this kid is literally about to die because he because he climbed up this building, up this tree fixture that's on the top of this building, and the tree like falls over and it's hanging over the street. And Sinbad is still trying to get this toy from the kid while the kid is about to die because that's what Christmas is about, guys: killing kids and getting toys. This is a family movie cut to Arnold saving young Anakin's life for him to be sad that his dad didn't show up because he thinks his dad is mad at him because they got in a fight on the phone and I understand you know from a kid's point of view if things are kind of dysfunctional or something's you know going wrong in the home a a kid can tend to believe that they are the blame or they're the reason that things are not the, the situation at home is not great or whatever but you really think the dad isn't going to show up because you had a fight on the phone? <laughs> just, just, all right. And then just like, just like I said earlier, all is forgiven because he said, I'm sorry. I know I've been neglecting you guys. Like, <laughs> no, sir. You've not only been neglecting them. You've been lying to them left and right. But of course, <laughs> everything's okay don't worry guys everything's okay this is a family movie cut to sinbad being escorted away by the police and he's yelling about how he's gonna how he's gonna look to his kid how how he's not gonna be able to look his kid in the face on christmas because he didn't get the turbo man and and i'm just sitting here thinking um my dude you are going to jail you threaten people with a bomb twice one of which was actually 
actually a bomb. You knocked out the original actor that was supposed to be dressed up as Turbo Man's ne- nemesis in the parade, chased the kid through the streets, nearly killing him. You won't be seeing your kid for a while, buddy. You're going to jail, man. Just You don't have to worry about the kid looking you in your face because you didn't get him a Turbo Man. You don't have to worry about the kid looking at his now incarcerated father because he was trying to get you that Turbo Man doll. No, no biggie. This is a family movie, guys. By the way, in case, in case you didn't know. Um. So, I mean, Ar- Arnold should be locked up too. But no, no, of course not. He's Turbo Man. He gets a pass. Whatever. So this movie ends with Arnold having gone through all of this to get the Turbo Man doll, and his wife asks, "So you went through all of this for Jamie? I have to ask, what did you get me?" And I'm like. <laughs> Oh, what a great joke. Oh, my God. Thank goodness this movie is over. So, that's the end of the movie. And what a movie indeed. This movie was a mess, sending all kinds of messages that no kid should be receiving. This is a family movie, by the way. And just about every message that was sent is a bad one. In terms of quality, this movie is 200% rotten. Uh, in terms of mindless watchability, there were a few laughs here and there. Um, there were times where I was just laughing at the utter stupidity of the movie. So there's that. Um, if you want to put it on like as a background kind of thing while people are socializing, whatever, at your holiday gathering or party or I don't know, I'd, I'd say put on music instead. But where do you, you know, you just kind of glance at the screen every now and then catch a quick laugh. And, you know, I, it, I think it'd be OK for that. Other than that. Um, there are far better Christmas movies to watch. Um, but you know, I did have fun ripping this movie to shreds. It was, it was quite enjoyable. And this was one of the longer episodes. This document, this, this doc is four pages long guys, four pages. Anyway, in closing, if you like this episode, feel free to leave a five star review or four star or whatever. Leave a comment telling me what you liked, what you didn't like what movie you'd like for me to do next. Um, if I end up watching one of your suggestions, I'll give you a shout out on the podcast. As always, I've put the link to the Rotten Tomatoes page in the show notes. If you want to look into the movie, read the reviews <laughs> because the reviews are actually kind of funny for this movie too. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at is it rotten cast or email me at is it rotten at gmail.com. Um, I'm back on Instagram. You can follow me there. Uh, I don't remember what it is, though. I think it's at difficult, D-I-F-F-I-K-U-L-T dot productions. You can try it and see if that comes up. Um, That's it. I hope you'll join me next week. I'll be discussing the Santa Claus 2. I have no recollection of seeing this movie at all. I'm, I'm sure I did at some point, but I suppose we'll find out. But anyway, until next Wednesday, you guys have a great week. May the force be with you.